Shalom, shalom, man. Giving all praise to the Most High and to His Son, Yahawashai. Today's class, we're going into the Israelites that killed Yahawashai are still here today. And the reason I'm going into this is because our peoples, we're so quick to, when we read the Bible, we look at it and we see it as somebody else. You know, we read in the Bible about how our peoples abused Yahawashai, you know, destroyed and killed Yahawashai, killed his prophets, you know, uh, defamed his prophets, and we seeing somebody else. And we looking on that, we saying, yeah, that was that brother over there, or that was that sister over there. When we don't realize the people that killed Yahawashai was wearing fringes. They were so-called keeping the commandments. They was peoples that believed that was getting to the kingdom of heaven. So when they killed Yahawashai, they related it into their mind so that, hey, this is what the Lord wants me to do. Or they deceived themselves or they allowed their heart to lie to themselves to think that's what they were supposed to be doing. The thing is, it's so easy to get tricked into doing some of the same thing your forefathers are doing. And the problem with our peoples is they think they're smarter than their forefathers. That's that's a real that is is give me that in Proverbs. Because our peoples, we still don't really understand what these scriptures mean when we read them. 16. Give me verse 18. The book of Proverbs, chapter 16 and verse 18. Read. Pride goeth before destruction. You got to put your chest in it, bro. Read it again. Pride goeth before destruction. It say pride goeth before destruction. See, pride is before all things. You know, so if you have lust on you, it's because of pride. If you have envy on you, it's because of pride. Covetousness, murder, malice, hatred. You know, uh, you know, lying, stealing, killing, those all come come with pride. Right. So it's a pride goeth before destruction. Read. And a haughty spirit before it falls. A haughty spirit thinking that you above. So the problem is a lot of our people think they above their forefathers. If your forefathers did it, you are susceptible to the same actions. If you don't stay on your butt harder than anybody really, really can. You can't rely on your leader to stay on your butt. You got to stay on your butt. So the thing is, our people's, our problem is, we think that we're immune to what our forefathers did. We're looking back at the forefathers like, damn, they killed Yahawashah. I would never do that. Yes, you did, because that was you. You the one that killed Yahawashah. You just don't remember. And now you still enacting the same actions that they acted and not even realizing it. Because if you go to Jeremiah, go to Jeremiah 17 and 9. See, the thing is, the same precepts. They're going to explain it. And it's the, really the simple, the basic ones. Read that. The book of the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 17 and verse 9. Read. The heart is deceitful above all things. And so you don't realize that you're acting the same way that they acted because your heart is deceiving you. That's right. So you have to be able to discern between when your flesh is deceiving you and when you're really acting out of the spirit of the Lord. And the only way to do that is to read you know, if you're not reading, you're not really going to understand, okay, is this what Yahawashah would do or is this what the scribes and the Pharisees would do? You know, if you don't read, you can't really understand the uh, the mindset of Yahawashah. You can't think like Yahawashah if you don't read about Yahawashah. That's, right. That's what it really goes into. But give me Matthew 13 and 53. Let's let's get started because what, what I'm trying to get y'all to understand is... If you don't read this Bible and see yourself in this Bible, you're not really reading the Bible. If you read in this Bible and all you see is, okay, that dude was wicked. 
that sister was wicked. Oh, that brother was righteous. I want to be like them. Okay, that sister was righteous. I want to be like them. If you only looking at this Bible and you reading it and you only seeing other people, then you're not really understanding the Bible. When you read the Bible, you have to see yourself in the Bible. When you're reading about Moses, you got to respect him and be like, damn, I want to be like him. But you got to see yourself in Moses. You got to look and see, okay, how am I acting like Moses and how can I change myself to be like that? If you're reading about one of these wicked brothers, the scribe of Pharisees, Ahab, you're reading about Saul, you're reading about these wicked brothers in the Bible. If you're reading it and you're seeing things in your, of yourself in this person, you should be asking, how can I change that to be more like David or be more like Solomon? Or be more like your Howishah. But if you're reading it and you're not seeing yourself in the characteristics of the characters, then you're not really reading it. Read that, Art. The book of St. Matthew, chapter 13 and verse 53. Read. And it came to pass that when your Howishah had finished these parables, read. He departed thence. And when he was come into his own country. See, that's the problem. When we go into our own country, we thinking that it's just talking about his own land. It's just talking about going to his own peoples. The peoples that have the understanding. The peoples that so-called are keeping the commandments. See, the thing is, we can go out to them streets and we can teach all day. But what happens when we come back and we try to reach out to the peoples that got fringes on? What happens when we go and we try to teach and, and raise up and awaken more people that already have fringes on? He said when he went to his own country, read. He taught them in their synagogue. See, they already had us. It was already following the truth, but they just didn't have the full understanding. He going into their churches and he teaching them in their synagogue. Read. In so much that they were astonished. They were astonished. They looking at this man like that. He just came in teaching people that already got fringes on and trying to wake them up to even more knowledge and, and bring more unity and bring more peace and bring more warriors into action and bring more of the truth and bring more of Yahweh Shah's spirit into the movement. Read on. And said, whence hath this man this wisdom? And that's the problem with our people. When we look on somebody that's raising up the nation, whether it be a brother over here, whether it be a young brother over here, whether it be an old brother over here, when they see somebody that's rebuking at the gate, when they see somebody that's raising up the nation, when they see somebody really doing the work of the Lord, the first question they ask is, read it again. Whence hath this man this wisdom? They don't even throw it. They're they not thinking, damn, the spirit of the Lord. They're looking like, damn, where this dude come from? Where did this nigga come from? That's right. I've been in the truth 25 years. Where did this nigga come from? That's right. Read on. And these mighty works. And these mighty works. See, give me James 3 and 13. See, it, it's the same Spirit, how is it that when we read in this Bible and we read about the scribes and the Pharisees, we don't see ourselves? Why is that? Why is it that everybody in the truth or everybody that read the Bible want to read about the scribes and Pharisees and they want to look at them like they was wicked as hell and they don't understand the scribes and Pharisees are here today? That's right. You was a scribe and a Pharisee. So how are you going to look at yourself in the Bible and be like, damn, he wicked as hell? And you do the same thing. Don't it say in Judges chapter 7, judge not lest ye be judged? For by the same meat that by the same meat that you judge, therewith shall you also be judged. See, give me uh, James three and thirteen. The book of James, chapter three and verse thirteen. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge? He say, who is a wise man and endued with knowledge? Read among you. So he's asking, who got the wisdom and the knowledge? Read. Let him shoot out a good conversation. 
his works with meekness of wisdom. He say, let him shew the man that got the wisdom, the man that got the knowledge. Let him show out of a good conversation all the words of his mouth, speaking for the for the uh, edification of the body, his works with meekness, which meekness means humility to God. It don't mean meekness don't mean weakness. Meekness means humble to the Lord, willing to do exactly what the Lord say at any point in time. That's what meekness means. Right. Read. But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your heart. And see, a lot of our people still have this in their hearts, but they cannot see it. Bitter envying and strife. When you have bitter envying in you, that means that you're looking on what somebody else is doing, what somebody else is saying, or what somebody else has. And you don't like it, even though you cannot find something scripturally wrong with it. That was one of the major problems with the scribes and the Pharisees. They continued to come after Yahawashai, after the prophets, after Paul, after Simon, Peter, after James, John, after the prophets of the Lord, and continued to try to trip them up because they had bitter envying in their hearts and strife in their hearts. Strife is just you always want to cause a problem. You always, you can never have peace. Imagine if the scribes and the Pharisees had no bitter envying in their hearts, there would have been no issue. They would have seen, okay, Paul, James, John, Simon, Peter, the apostles, the, you know, the, the prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, even in the Old Testament. These prophets, they come in to teach God's word. Let's just listen. If there's something wrong with what they're saying, they will expose themselves. We ain't got to be contentious. We ain't got to be full of strife. We can just be humble and say, okay, who is the Lord speaking through today? But that's not the way our people are because as soon as somebody come with some knowledge and some understanding, envy pops up like that. That's right. Our people have an issue with envy. Read. Glory not. Don't glory in your envy and your vain strife. Read. And lie not against the truth. But the thing is, our people are very quick to lie. You can't be a man that got envy and strife in your heart and not lie. It's not possible. Because eventually, you're going to have to lie. You can't tell the truth and also have envy and, and, and strife in your heart. Because if you're telling the truth, you can't have no strife. That means somebody over here got the truth. He's speaking the truth. You got envy and vain strife in your heart, right? So you walk up to him and you're trying to say something about what he's doing, but you both speaking the truth. It, it'll resolve itself. You'll both be cool. The only way for you to keep up that envy and that strife against him is to tell a lie. That's the only way. Otherwise, y'all would come together and be agreed. But read on. This wisdom descended not from above. He said, when you have that spirit on you, when, 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 when the prophets come, or when a man of God come, speaking the word of God, many men's of God, speaking the words of God, and you trying to come up against them with your own wisdom, it say this wisdom, what? Descended not from above. That is not godly wisdom. There is such a thing as somebody that has a wisdom, but it is not from above. Read on. But it's earthly. But it's a earthly wisdom. That means it really don't have any basis in the Bible. It can seem like it's intelligent. It can seem like it's wise. They can have some wise sayings or they can even reference the Bible. But it's not true wisdom because it is tainted by envying and strife. Read. 
Sensual. Sensual, which means emotional. That means a lot of the things they're saying are based off of emotions. When you read about the scribes and the Pharisees, or you read about the people that went up against the prophets, you read about the, 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 the people on the left hand, a lot of the times they went off of their emotions. Every time they got cut by a prophet, they ran against them with the gnashing of the teeth to stone them because they were emotional. Read. Devilish. Deceiving the peoples. Read. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion. He say, where you have envying and strife, that means you're not trying to hear the real truth. You always going to cause confusion because the people that are following you, the people that were following the scribes and the Pharisees, they, if they asked questions about Yahawashai, they had to lie because they couldn't tell the truth because if they had told the truth, they would go and follow Yahawashai. So they had to lie and cause confusion because they had envying and strife. Read. And every evil work. And every, every evil work comes from this. Every evil work comes from your envying and strife because if you don't have that envy and you don't have that strife, there ain't going to be no problems. Everything going to have peace. You're going to have the peoples that have the understanding, and then you're going to have the people that follow the people that have the understanding, and the order going to be set up. Read on. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. He say, the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Let's get that pure. Give me Titus, verse 15. Titus, verse 15. It's, he's ex See, the thing is, he explaining it to you. What is the wisdom that comes from above? Well, when you see it, you'll know it because it will be pure. What is the definition of pure? Go ahead and read that. You see it? Verse 15. The book of Titus, chapter 1, verse 15. Read. Unto the pure, all things are pure. He say, those that are pure will recognize pure. See, Real, recognize real. That's what it's saying. If you are pure in the Lord, then when somebody is speaking the words of the Lord, you're going to understand it. That's why some people followed Yahweh, but some people were not pure. Let's find out what it means to not be pure. Read on. But unto them that are defiled. See, they was defiled. That means they wasn't really truly following everything. So when the truth came, they didn't fully understand it. Read. And unbelieving. Is nothing pure. And they was never really believing, which means they was never really keeping all of the commandments. They was kind of going through the motions. They put on their fringes. They kept the Sabbath day. They did their thing in the temple. Whatever they was going to do, they did it. But they really wasn't fully believing. So when the pure came, it wasn't pure to them because their emotions got hurt. So they had to find something against it. Read. But even their mind and conscience is defiled. See, when your mind... And your conscience is defiled. There's really nothing more we can do for you. That's because right. your mind and your conscience controls everything that you do. Read on. They profess that they know God. It say they profess that they know God. Read. But in works, they deny him. And that's a lot of our peoples. With fringes on, professing that they know God, but in works, they deny him. That means in the things that they're doing, they're not really fully keeping the commandments. They're not really fully following Yahawashai, and they're not really fully believing the things that they need to be doing. They're instead following a man, you know, which means you really, when you follow a man, you really just go on with the motions. Everything that a man tells you, you should cross-reference it with the Bible. 
if you're not cross-referencing it in the Bible, that means you're not really in the truth. You're kind of just in the motions. You found a guy. You, you like him. You like the way he talks. You like the way he walks. He cool. So you follow him because you feel like if you follow him, you're going to get some more good. But you never really believed in the Bible. Read on. Being abominable. Being abominable. Read. And disobedient. And what? And disobedient. Read on. And unto every good work. Reprobate. And unto every good work reprobate. Not really able to complete any good work. Not able to stay on that straight and narrow path. Not able to have a pattern of good works. Every time you do something, something else mess up. Take two steps forward, three steps back. And to every good work reprobate. Give me Proverbs 30 and 5. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5. The book of Proverbs, chapter 30 and verse 5. Read. Every word of God is pure. See, it say every word of God is pure. That's the pure. But see, when your conscience is defiled, when you're not keeping the commandments fully, when you see the word of God, it's not going to be pure to you. When somebody is speaking the words of God, it's not going to be pure to you. You're going to be thinking, damn, there's something wrong with what they're saying because it don't make me feel good inside. See, read on. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. And then those people haven't fully put their trust in the Lord because they don't 100% believe in the Lord. They're going through the actions. They put their trust in their money that they have because if they lose that job, they're going to be tripping. They're not going to be calling on the Lord. They're going to be looking for that new job. And that's all they're going to be doing. That's all they're going to be worried about. Because, yeah, they got their fringes on, but do they really believe in the Lord or do they believe in that paycheck they got? See, and that's how you're going to understand the difference between who going who gonna to say, uh, I know him or who going to say, I never knew him. See, read on. Add thou not unto his word. He say, add thou not unto the Lord's words. Read. Lest he reprove thee. Lest he reprove thee, lest you get rebuked in front of the entire congregation. Read. And thou be found a liar. And that's why a lot of them ended up becoming violent against the prophets. That's why a lot of the scribes, Pharisees, even the peoples that were of the two-thirds, the peoples that were basically be being taught, whenever they went up, when they killed Philip, it, they went against him because they were found to be a liar. Imagine what you, you know, you a brother in the truth. You got your fringes on and brother come out of nowhere and he exposed you for every wicked thing that you're doing. Some things you know you're doing, some things you don't know you're doing. And you kind of got a little bit defensive and he going in on you because the Lord said to cry aloud and spare not. You getting emotional. You like, well, you can't tell me this and that. And your wife right there watching you break down. Your wife and your child sitting right there watching you break down, emotional. Don't want to hear the truth. Don't want to be repro be reproved. Becoming reprobate right in front of their eyes. How can you go home to your wife and child after that? So what? So what's your next step? Murder him. That's that's what you're gonna. Now imagine that not only that brother is feeling that way, but you got eighty brothers feeling that way, or you got two hundred brothers feeling that way, and the prophet of the Lord just got done letting them know that they need to change their ways or they're gonna die. And they wives over there looking at them. They children over there looking at them. What they going to do? They going to say, man, let's kill this dude. They going to be like, man, he must be wicked. He must have a devil on them. Because how they going to go home to their wife now? 
Then they looking over at their brother. He just, I just got rebuked for something. You over there looking at your brother like, damn. And your brother looking at you like, damn, I know you was wicked as hell. You're like, hey, brother, I ain't wicked as hell. He wicked as hell. Well, let's kill him, man. Hey, let's kill him. They, it, it's going to it's gonna be the same way today. People thinking that the way things was happening back then ain't going to happen today. I'm going to tell you something. The only reason that brothers with fringes that get rebuked ain't seeking to murder somebody is because they'll go to prison. I'm telling you. Because brothers, give me that in Deuteronomy 2854. What? People be thinking that the curses ain't really applying to us. See, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 54. The thing is, when you read these curses, do you apply them to yourself? Read that out. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 54. Read. So that the man that is tender among you. It say the man that is tender among you. Read. And very delicate. And very delicate. Read. His eyes shall be evil toward his brother. See what it's telling you right there. His eyes shall be evil toward his brother. So was that talking about back then? Or was that talk, is that talking about today? So do you think that just because America shut down, the curses are no longer, no longer going to apply? The curses apply when you're not really in the spirit or keeping the commandments of God. So the same thing they were doing to the prophets back then, they was... They had that evil eye toward their brother. Right. It's going to happen again. The only reason that these, these, these I'm telling you, there's going to come a time when Esau, who, who are the policemen going to be wandering around the streets, stopping murders from happening if right nobody's now. paying the policemen? If nobody's paying the policemen, you think they're just going to be, they're just going to be, uh, you know, on gratis. Right it's going to be 100% free policeman time. No, the policemen, they're going to go home. So what's going to happen is these camps are going to start thinking, damn, we know them over there. They wicked because they said something to us that we didn't like. Let's all grab our guns, do the work of the Lord and go kill them like the Lord said to do. And the Lord never told them to do that. See, but they just going to kill them other brothers that really are righteous because they don't like because they said Ted said something to them one time. You don't think this is going to happen? I'm going to get it. At, we we going to get it out the scriptures, though. Give me James chapter three, verse 17. The same peoples that was there in the past are the same peoples that are here today. So you ain't really grown up like you. You basically just lived and died and lived and died. You got the same spirit on you. It's just you have to make the choice to not act on that. You have to make the choice to change that. But people, people not understanding you've got the same spirit on you. If you was a murderer back then. You were, you a murderer today. That's right. So give me. You read verse 17. The book of James chapter 3 verse 17. Read on. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. It's first pure. It's the word of God. It's the pure unadulterated word of God. But a lot of brothers are not given the pure unadulterated word of God. So they still given the scribes and the Pharisees version of the word of God. So when someone come, men's prophets start to give the pure, unadulterated word of God. So that sounded a lot like what the prophets and the, and, and the scribes and the Pharisees were happening, right? So what did they do to the prophets? Didn't they stone them? Didn't they kill them? Didn't they hang them? So what you think going to try to happen today? It's the, read on. Then peaceable, gentle. 
and easy to be entreated. See, these are all the wisdom from above. It's see, pure, the word of God, peaceable, enacting the laws of God, peaceable, wanting the pure peace amongst your brethren, wanting the unity. Read on gentle. It say gentle to the peoples when they come, teaching them first, you know, guiding them, not being too harsh on the brothers and the sisters when they first come into the truth, guiding the peoples, not being looking down on your brothers and sisters. And it say easy to be entreated. That means anybody can come to the real prophets of the Lord and ask questions or anybody can come to the man that got the wisdom that's from above and, and ask questions or seek counsel or anything because it's easy to be entreated. Read. Full of mercy. And also full of mercy. Because when you got the wisdom that's from above, that means when your brothers come and they come and apologize or they come and seek counsel or they come and want to have that brotherly unity or you got infinite mercy for your brothers. That's right. You know, as long as they ain't sleep with your wife or something. Then that's it's right. on then it's on and popping. You know, but if it ain't if it ain't nothing like that, if it, you know, they just had some hatred on them. OK, well, brother, if you repent of infinite mercy, see, read on. And good fruit. And good fruits gonna come from that wisdom that is from above. You always gonna have good fruits. Read. Without partiality. He say without par see that without partiality, that's some people don't they don't understand. See, when you got wisdom that is earthly, sensual, devilish, that means you're gonna have that partiality. Partiality means I do some of this stuff over here, but I don't do this over here. Oh, I follow these commandments over here, but I don't follow these commandments over here. Or I'm going to tell you to do this, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to make you go clean the restroom, but I'm not going to clean the restroom. I'm going to make you set up the camp, but I'm not going to set up the camp. Or I'm going I'm to make you go plant the garden, but I'm not going to even work in the garden. That is called partiality. You know, read on. And without hypocrisy. The wisdom that is from above is without hypocrisies. But let's go see who was the, the biggest hypocrites. Give me Matthew chapter 16. In verse 1. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 1. The book of St. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 1. Read. The Pharisees also with the Sadducees came. See, the Pharisees also with the Sadducees came. These was the biggest hypocrites at that time. That's right. Because to be a hypocrite, you have to tell somebody to do something and then not do it yourself. A lot of the men's and women's that was walking around, they wasn't necessarily just, you know, being hypocrites. They may have not known or they was wicked. And so a lot of them were hypocrites. But the real hypocrites are the ones that are set up in the seat or the ones that are set to look over the peoples and are telling them to do something that they will not do. So these were the biggest of hypocrites. See, read on. And tempting desired him that he would shew them a sign from heaven. And that's what a lot of our people are still waiting on a sign from heaven. And that and that's a problem, a big problem, a big problem with Israel is that they still looking for a sign from heaven because they was taught by the scribes and the Pharisees. You know, a lot of these older camps, you know, all praises that we woke up, but we still following old doctrines and these old doctrines that was taught by these scribes. And these Pharisees is telling us, look up in the sky. They're going to be a big black man floating down from the sky. And when that happens, then we're going to get to the kingdom. And because they looking for a sign from heaven, they not doing nothing to prepare the kingdom here. They thinking just because they waking people up that they preparing the kingdom. See, the thing is, hold up. Wasn't everybody in the book of Matthew, wasn't all the Israelites woke in the book of Matthew? So why didn't we have the kingdom? If all you have to do to get the kingdom is wake up the Israelites. 
then why didn't we have the kingdom in the book of Matthew? See, because that's not all you have to do. That's, right. that's only 1% of the job. That's, right. that's just the foundation. I mean, that's like saying that you learned how to write. So now all of a sudden you a best-selling author. You only you you just learned how to read and write. You ain't even wrote the first sentence in the book. You ain't even figured out the plot points. You ain't even sent it to editing or, or nothing. Figured out what who the characters are going to be or nothing. You just now you a best-selling author. You done skipped all the steps. But you just now learn how to read and write. That's all it is. Read on. He answered and said unto them, When it is evening, ye say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And that's, a, that's that earthly, that sensual, that devilish wisdom. You know, they know about things that are on the earth. And that's any man that's 60 years old going to know stuff about the earth. If there's one thing I've learned from being in this truth, is that just because a dude got gray hairs don't mean you should listen to him. I mean, it's in the Bible. Go to J J Job chapter 32. Write it out. Job chapter 32 and verse 9. I mean, it's in the, it's in the scriptures. Job chapter 32 verse 9. Just because a man got gray hair and he can talk real good and he got a little bit of money or he knows something about the world don't mean that he's smart. It just means that he done a lot in his life, you know. But read that. The book of Job, chapter 32, verse 9. Read that. Great men are not always wise. He's letting you know. People that are older are not always wiser. You know, read on. Neither do the aged age understand judgment. Just because you got age on you don't mean you understand the judgments of the Lord. That does not come with age. That comes with study. See, but a lot of people walking around thinking because they got 60 years on this brew that they can go and they can tell him everything that he's supposed to do and not reference the Bible and not really back everything up with scriptures. But see, it's letting you know. Read verse 2 again, Matthew chapter 16 and verse 2. Oh, you could have held it. You know I was going to go back to it. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 2. See, because he's letting you know. He say, when it is evening, ye say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. So just because a dude, he tell you, you know, I can feel it in my bones. It's about to rain. Damn, he must have some wisdom. No, he's just been here a long time. And he know what the earth is like. He know that this dude over here probably lying to you because he got that shakiness on him. He probably got uh, some, some issues going on. I mean, you, you know that just from being on the earth 60 years. That don't have nothing to do with the Bible. See, read verse 3. And in the morning. It will be foul weather today. Read. For the sky is red and lowering. Read. Oh, ye hypocrites. Oh, ye people that are supposed to be teachers. Oh, ye people that are supposed to be following by example, keeping the commandments so they can see your light. Read. You can discern the face of the sky. They can know everything about this earth. They can know everything about Babylon's kingdom. They know about taxes. They know about stores. They know about businesses. They know about trucks. They know about tools. They know about everything that has to do with Esau kingdom. No, no, they know about jobs. They know about uh, 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 swindling. They know everything that, you know, the proper paperwork, all that stuff. They know about Esau kingdom. Read. But can ye not discern the signs of the time? But they don't understand nothing about the Bible. Just because you got gray hairs and you've been on the earth 60 plus years do not mean you a spiritual man. Read on. A wicked and adulterous generation. Hold on. See, the thing is, people be looking. They, they read that. 
And they like, damn, we're not in that generation. See, that was the generation that was around when Yahawashai was here. That wicked and adulterous generation. They don't understand that that wicked and adulterous generation, they're still around today. That's right. We the same, we the same children. That's right. How you gonna be a part of one generation and you're not a part of this generation? That that you you was there back then, so now you in a new generation, you the same dude. See, a wicked and adulterous generation, read. Seek it after a sign. So what are our people seeking after now? Ain't they ain't they sitting around waiting for Yahweh to come back? Ain't that the sign? They looking for the sign? So they so they ain't preparing for the fall of Babylon because they like damn Yahweh he just gonna make food pure, you know uh they not making sure they got preparations for their family because they like yeah when Yahweh get here he gonna give me a sword he gonna let me go kill some Edomites and I guess I'm gonna drink the blood of my enemies I don't know what what they thinking they they gonna do for food and water I I just don't understand a lot of people that they, they they waiting on the sign not really preparing for the for the physical not really preparing for the signs when the Bible say you better get ready. And they looking around like, yeah, he's saying we better get ready. I guess he's saying we got to put some shades on and wait for him to come out the sky. And we just going to stare at the sky for the next 20, 25 years, I guess. Read on. And there shall no sign be given unto him. See, Yahweh Shai letting you know. There is not going to be no sign like you think you're going to see a sign. The sign's already here. Read on. But the sign of the prophet Jonas. He say the only sign that you're going to receive is the sign of the prophet of Jonas. Let's get that sign. Give me Jonas. Chapter 3, verse 4. Give me the book of Jonah. Chapter 3, verse 4. The book of Jonas. Chapter 3, verse 4. And Jonah began to enter in the city a day's journey. And he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh, Shall be overthrown. Ain't that what we saying? We've been out there. We traveling into the city. A day's journey. Crying aloud. One hour. Babylon is falling. We've been doing this for years, man. Same sign Jonah was doing. Read. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. Because they believed the sign. The same sign that we given today. Is the same sign that Jonah gave back then. And they believe the sign. Why do our people not want to believe the sign? They looking around for another sign. They looking around for a sign from heaven. When the sign is already here. The sign is saying get ready. Go to Revelations 18 and 9. Let's see the same. See what Jonah was saying. Let's see if we saying the same thing. The book of Revelation. Chapter 18 and verse 9. Read. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her. Read. Shall bewail her and lament her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. See, they gonna lament for this place when they see the smoke of her burning. Babylon is already burning. What are our peoples expecting for it to for it to happen? Do you understand how big the United States is? If, if the entirety of the United States get lit on fire, do you know how many Israelites are going to die? Where are you going to go that you're going to be safe from that? See, how many Israelites are going to die from that? How, not only that, but how that's going to change the ecosystem of the earth? Do you understand how science works? If you have an entire country on fire, burning, the amount of soot that would go into the atmosphere would be a catastrophe in and of itself. Have you never seen a documentary on a volcano exploding? 
it would blot out the sun. See, but our peoples, they don't think they just they just go with the flow. Oh, we waiting for this to happen. It's already happening. Read standing afar off for the fear of her torment. Read saying, alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city for in one hour is thy judgment. Come. So he's saying a wicked and adulterous generation, they're going to be looking for that heavenly sign. But a righteous generation, they're going to be seeing the sign as it is, and they're going to be preparing the way they should be. So which generation are we? Which generation are you? Are you the wicked and adulterous generation waiting for the sign? Or are you the righteous generation that's already acting on the sign? See, he said you're going to already have the same sign Jonah had. Give me Matthew 13, 54. Which generation are you? Why is it that when our people read the Bible, they do not see themselves in the Bible? The Bible is a mirror. The Bible is not a window. The Bible is a mirror. So why do our people, when they read the Bible, they looking in there like they watching a movie and they're not realizing they just looking in the mirror. See, read on. The book of St. Matthew, chapter 13, verse 54. And when he was come into his own country, he taught them in their synagogue and so much that they were astonished and said, whence hath this man this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not this the carpenter's son? See, and that's the way our peoples are, man. You know, even, you know, you got the peoples that don't have the fringes, and you got the people that do. They all going to say the same thing. Somebody come and start rebuking at the gate. Somebody start doing the work of the Lord for real. Somebody start speaking the Lord's word even to the people that have fringes or the people that don't have fringes. What they going to say? Ain't that that nigga that grew up in that town over there? Hey, don't we know him? We seen him on the internet one time. Hey, man, dude, that's that same dude. He, he, was, he was doing it big over there. We know him. Read. Is not his mother called Mary? Man, I know his mama. He, she, she live on my street. How this dude going to come over here and say he got the word of the Lord and I grew up with him, man? He didn't pop out the sky. Read on. And his brethren, James and Hosea and Simon and Judas and his sisters, are they not all with us? Whence then hath this man all these things? So they see, see, the thing is, when our peoples, they see somebody that got the wisdom and understanding, they automatically going to look to throw this brother down. They automatically going to look to throw these brothers down. And they're going to look for everything they can. They're going to say, damn, this dude over here, he was doing it big. He was over in the club hoeing sisters out four years ago. I know him. He's a whoremonger. That brother changed his life. They, but they always going to go back and look at it. How did you get that wisdom when you was a whoremonger? I changed my life. Simple, simple like that. Read on. And they were offended in him. And that's what happens. Our people get offended when their own brother come because they don't see God in their brother. That's the, and, and it's the same thing you thinking that they back then, they, they had a different spirit on them. The Israelites back then, even the Sadducees and Pharisees had fringes on. They was in slavery to the Romans. You think they didn't love the Romans? I'm going to prove it to you today. Our people's in fringes in Rome loved the Romans. They did. They really did. They loved them. You know, same way our people today, they go to Esau, they get they they government checks, you know, they sign on with they with they with they systems that they do. You know, our peoples they continue to love everything Esau do for them, but say they Israelite. It was the same thing back then. So read on. But Yahushai said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, save in his country. See, see, a prophet 
we gonna have honor all you know we gonna go out to the streets and people gonna love us people gonna hate us like yoke say love us hate us or fear us it's gonna happen out there but you're gonna have people that's gonna love us for coming out there teaching the truth but you know who hates us the most out of everybody the other people with fringes on that don't want to repent people with fringes on that don't really want to change their life they hate us the most for real read on Save in his own country. Save in his own country, read. And his own house. The only place that we don't have honor is with other Israelites. For real. Like, we go out to the streets, and we have our garments on, and people look at us, and they have to say, what's up, bro? You look good. Hey, man. Hey, I see what y'all doing. Hey, you good, man. You know, they have to give us that honor. We walk by people with fringes on, man, they don't even look at us. For real. So you think that you think that there's there's different spirits? Same spirits. Same spirits. Read. And he did not many works. Many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Man, Yahweh didn't even teach them. He said, I'm not even going to give you no, none of this. I'm not going to give you none of these works. I'm not going to give you none of this truth because you want to look down on your own brother. You got that same spirit on you. See, give me Exodus 24 and 3. Let's see, because the thing is, like I say, your own brothers, they're going to look down on you. But Here's the problem. They don't see God in their brother. But let's see, you know, y'all know y'all all, man. I know people that got siblings. They understand this, too. When you was a child, you understand this, too. When your daddy walk in there, you in there like, yes, sir, yes, yes, ma'am. You know, you in there obedient in a mug. But if your brother come in there, he, he two years older than you, and he say, hey, man, daddy said to go clean that, uh, that table over there. You can be like, nigga. You gonna be my buy give me the give me the uh Kirk Angle Slam. All A. Give me the all A real quick, man. Give me that Kirk Angle Slam. You're gonna hit your big brother with this. Yeah. You're gonna hit your big brother with this slam right here. Boom! Right on the table he just told you to clean. You're gonna be like, get out of here with that mess. Because our people, they don't see the father in the son. They don't. But when daddy come in there, they're like, man, he didn't even tell me to do that. Uh he was just uh, you know, I didn't even know. You think it's gonna be the same it's not gonna be the same thing here? You got the prophets coming and telling the people, this is what the Lord say to do. Man, I don't want to hear none of that, what you're saying. Then Christ's going to say, hey, man, didn't I tell you, tell you to do what your brother say? Oh, well, he didn't even tell me like that. Uh, he said something else. Uh, he was like, uh, cut his head off. That's the way it's going to be because we're just a bunch of children. That's the way it is. Read this up. The book of Exodus, chapter 24, verse 3. Read. And Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the commandments judgments and all the people answered with one voice you know all eight of them children in the house daddy came in there they're like yes sir in unison read on and said all the words which the lord hath said will we do see how they treat the lord they say yeah we're gonna we gonna do that but as soon as the lord leave they kick back oh man we we barely got out of there man hey man hey we got out of that one man you know i'm out of there hey i'm going to spark me up a blunt Lord, look back. What'd you say? Hey, yes, sir. I, I wasn't saying nothing, sir. That's the way our peoples are. As soon as Yahweh I turn around, we write back to man. I ain't listening to nothing that nigga say. That's the way we are. And I tell you, I, I, I've seen, I've seen it happen with my own eyes. I've heard someone before when the when the leadership said, "Hey, I want you to do this." It was a long time ago, but the brother told me he's like, "Man, I ain't doing nothing." They say. I was like, "Damn, that's that real hatred." I just, and I never understood it. Give me Matthew 24 and 10. The 
the book of St. Matthew, chapter 24, and verse 10. Read. And then shall many be offended. See, many see what it said. They was offended by Christ. See, he letting you know many going to be offended. Same, same people speaking the same words, doing the same walk, acting the same way, speaking the same talk. Now, Yahweh shall say, it say many going to be offended by that. Read. And shall betray one another. What you think that this is not going to happen? They thinking because it ain't happened yet. That it's not going to happen. I'm letting you know what you think going to happen when there ain't no more police officers. The only thing stopping these niggas from acting like niggas is policemen. When the policemen gone, man, I'm telling you, it's going to get raw up in here. It is. Because people going to be standing up thinking that they the top Hebrew dog, man. They going to think that they the prophet. They, they thinking they Phineas up in here, man. I'm telling you. They be looking at brother over there. Brother going to tell him, man, you wicked as hell. You need to change your life. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're whoremongering. You're not wearing your fringes. What he going to do, he going to go home, man. He going to read one chapter in his Bible. And he going to be like, damn, I think the Lord just told me to go kill that nigga. Hey, man, I think the Lord just go, told me to go put a spear through that brother for, for telling me something I didn't want to hear. And that's what I'm telling you. You think, you think it's not going to happen? There's going to come a time when it's going to be fringes on fringes. Read on. And shall hate one another. And shall hate one another. I'm telling you right now, you think that when the starvation come, that Esau, he going, I'm telling you, Esau preparing too. Esau going to have some food and some water. That's right. And Esau going to come up to one of these camps. Or Esau going to come up to some dude and some fringes. And be like, hey, if you tell us where these other brothers at, we'll give you all the food and water to feed your whole family and your whole congregation. They're going to be looking like, damn, the Lord just blessed us. That's what they're going to be looking like. They're going to be like, damn, they rebuked us earlier and they didn't make us feel good. And Esau just came. E hold up. Esau just came and offered to destroy them for us. Hold up. The Lord just delivered our enemies into our hands. That's what they're going to be thinking. And they're not going to be thinking that the Lord is that, that Esau is just manipulating them. That they hatred for their brother is going to bring the downfall of their whole. Because if they will trick themselves into believing it. I'm telling you. Just imagine it. You're a wicked brother. Somebody over here say something you don't like. You don't believe it because you believe something else in the scriptures. They rebuke the hell out of you in front of your whole congregation. You go home feeling like crap. Then the next day, Esau come and say, hey man, tell us where they at. We'll kill them. Just, we'll give you all the food and water if you just tell us where they at. They're like, damn, the Lord just came through. And then I understand that they really wicked as hell. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. See, read on. And then shall many be offended. Oh, you read the same thing. Verse 11. Verse 11. Read. And many false prophets shall rise. They say, and many false prophets shall rise. Read. And shall deceive many. And, and they're not thinking that this is happening today. Where are false prophets at? I'm just wondering. So if everybody out there got the truth and everybody good, ain't no wicked brothers, you know what I'm saying? Where the, where the false prophets at? I'm just, I'm just really like wondering. So if it say many false prophets, where are the many false prophets at? Because it's not, it's not T.D. Jakes. That's not a false prophet. That is a, a false prophet is somebody that is speaking with the words of the Lord, you know, but they not really back it by the words of the Lord. Like they using the Bible. And they speak in the words of the Lord and they speaking like an Israelite because they look like an Israelite, but they're not really backed by the Lord and they're not really teaching the word of God. T.D. Jakes is not a false prophet. That's just a dude teaching Christianity. That's not a false prophet. A false prophet is somebody that looks like a prophet, but they false. See, T.D. Jakes don't look like a prophet. Creplo Dollar do not look like a prophet. It's not a false prophet. So where are all the false prophets at? 
Read on. And because iniquity shall abound. And because sin shall abound, sin shall rise. Read. The love of many shall wax cold. Ain't going to be no love for nobody, man. They're going to replace love with hatred. And they're going to think that's the spirit of God, man. That's right. I'm just letting you know. Give me Matthew 23 and 29. The book of St. Matthew, chapter 23, verse 29. Read. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. Read. Because ye build the tombs of the prophets and garnish the sepulchers of the righteous. See, a lot of scribes and Pharisees today, they teaching the Bible. You know, they, they teaching the truth. They teaching that we Israelites. They teaching about the old prophets about the men's of God, and they're making them look good. You know, they're saying, hey, man, treat Moses with respect, all that good stuff. You know, scribes and Pharisees, still false prophets, but they telling people to respect Moses and to respect Isaiah, Jeremiah, to respect Paul, to respect Simon, Peter, James, John, Yahweh, Shai. You know, all the prophets, uh, you got uh, Timothy, and, you know, you got all these brothers in the Bible, and they telling them, respect them, right? Read on. And say... If we had been in the days of our fathers. And see, that's the problem with our peoples. They always want to think, oh, man, if I had been there. If I had been there. Nigga, you was there. That's the problem. There is no if I had been there. You was there. See, they say what? And say, if we had been in the days of our fathers. Read. We would not have been partakers with them. And blood of the prophets. So if we all was there back then, and all the Israelites today with fringes are saying, I would not have killed Yahawashai, who the hell killed Yahawashai? I'm just wondering. So if all the people with fringes are saying that they had nothing to do with the death of Yahawashai, and they would not, they would have, everybody in the truth that I've heard, they, they all say, yeah, man, I couldn't have been no field nigga, because I would have killed Massa. So everybody with fringes would have killed Massa, who the hell was the slaves then? I mean, was there any slaves in the cotton field if everybody with fringes would have killed Massa? Work it out. So we got some people lying. You see? The thing is, some of these people with fringes, a lot of these people with fringes was partakers in the death of Yahawashah, and they don't even know it. See? Read on. Wherefore, ye be witnesses unto yourselves. Hold up. Give me Jeremiah 16 and 10. The book of the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 16, verse 10. Read. And it shall come to pass when thou shalt shew this people all these words, and they shall say unto thee, Wherefore hath the Lord pronounced all this great evil against us? Or what is our iniquity? Or what is our sin that we have committed against the Lord our God? Read on. Then shalt thou say unto them, because your fathers have forsaken me, saith the Lord, and have walked after other gods, and have served them, and have worshipped them, and have forsaken me, and have not kept my law. So why is it that when our people read about our forefathers worshipping other gods, none of them think that they was the one that was worshipping other gods? And then why is it that our peoples think that they're immune to worshipping other gods now? See, you thinking because you got... You thinking you gotta worship other gods? That means you gotta not wear fringes. You can wear fringes and worship other gods at the same time. 
It's a pretty easy thing to do. Fringes right. is just clothes. You know, the Sabbath day, you can keep the Sabbath day and worship other gods at the same time. The Sabbath day is just one day out the week. You can worship other gods a whole nother six days. You see, read on. And ye have done worse than your father. Hold on, what did he say that this generation has done? And ye have done worse than your father. So our people saying that they, oh man, I wouldn't have had nothing to do with the death of Yahweh shot. The Bible just said we have done even worse than them. See, but our people, they don't even think like that. They think, damn, our forefathers was wicked as hell. No, you wicked as hell. That's right. Your forefathers, they was just dumb. They was just, they was wicked as hell too. But you wickeder and wickeder. Read on. Behold, ye walk everyone after the imagination of his evil heart. See, that's that worshiping other gods. See, pride is a god. People don't understand that. Envy is a god. You know, wanting to have more wisdom than the brother next to you, that, that can be your god. People don't understand that. You know, wanting to have a better garment than somebody else, that is your God. You know, looking at if you're looking at a uh, you looking at a captain of a thousand over there, and he got an extra fancy garment and you want your garment to be fancy like that. That is your God. You you worship that garment. See, people don't understand how easy it is to have another God. Read on that. They may not hearken unto me that they may not hearken unto me. Give me John 16 and one. Oh, yeah, give me John 16 and 1. Yeah, that's what I want. Read the, that. The book of St. John, chapter 16, verse 1. Read. These things have I spoken unto you, that ye should not be offended. Now, you see that word offended keeps on popping up. He's letting you know, these things I've spoken unto you, that you won't be offended by these prophets. That you won't be offended by this truth. Read. They shall put you... Out of the synagogue. He's letting them know when the future time come, they're going to put you out of the synagogues. So what you think is happening today? If you go up into some of these camps and you go in there telling them the real truth of the Bible and let them know, hey, that's not right. The Bible say we should do this. What they going to do to you? Ain't they going to put you out of the synagogue? Right. See, so he letting you know what was going to happen. Read on. Yay. The time coming. That whosoever killeth you. Hold on, what they gonna start doing? That whosoever killeth you. Read. Will think that he doeth God's service. He gonna think that he doeth God's service. So that means that the, the, the Israelite that wants to kill this other brother over here for talking, saying something to him that he didn't want to hear or for rebuking him or pretty soon it's gonna come. I'm gonna tell you how it's gonna be pretty soon. You gonna have a child that don't want to listen to nothing. You're going to take him into the into the leaders of Israel and the child and they're being wicked as hell. What's going to happen? The law say you got to stone him. So when there ain't no policeman and there ain't nobody to tell us we can't keep the laws of God, what's going to happen? We're going to have to stone this child, ain't we? So we're going to stone the child. Then about a year later, he's looking like, damn, why did you have to kill my child? He could have been saved. I could have helped him and everything like that. Brother, you've been trying to help your child for five years. He ain't going to want to hear it. He's going to be looking at you like, damn, you killed my child. What's going to stop him from, from committing murder? What's going to stop from him from saying, the Lord's telling me that he shouldn't have killed my child. The Lord's telling me to put an arrow through that brother's heart. Break it out. See, people don't understand that when <laughs> our people's man, their heart will lie to them real easy. That's right. Your heart can lie to you real easy, man. Read on. And these things will they do unto you. Read. Because they have not known the Father, nor me. He said they're going to do it to you because they have never really known the Father, nor Yahweh Shai. Give me John 5 and 39. 
Because, you know, here's a scripture right here. This is the scripture. We apply this to the Christianity church. Do we apply it to ourselves? Read this. The book of John, chapter 5 and verse 39. Read. Search these scriptures. Read. For in them ye think ye have eternal life. Who is he talking to? Is he talking to Christianity? He's saying, search the Bible. Because, you know, you read the Bible and you're thinking that you're going to get to the kingdom because you got some fringes on it because you keep the Sabbath day. And because you say Shabbat Shalom. And because you don't eat pork. You get into the kingdom. You think, you're thinking that. You say, in them you think that you have eternal life. Read. And they are they which testify of me. But he letting you know in the scriptures, it's testifying to you who the prophets are going to be. Who the real men of the Lord are going to be. It's testifying how to recognize a real man of God. Read. And ye will not come to me. But ye will not come and hear the real men of God. Read. That ye might have life. That ye might have life. Because you think you already got the eternal life. Read on. I received not honor from men. Yeah, I was trying to say he received no honor from men. Why is it that our people are always seeking honor from men? Why is it that we continue to, instead of seeking the real truth of the Bible, we just, hey, man, I don't care if my leader, leader wicked as hell or not, as long as I get that extra star on my garment or something. As long as, as, long as he look at me and he smile at me and he brew me up and he re remember my name, I'm good. See, re read on. But I know you. That ye have not the love of God in you. See, he's saying you have not the love of God. Read. I am come in my father's name and ye receive me not. See what it say? We come in the father's name, but they receive us not. Read. If another shall come in his own name. How many people are coming in their own name? You got a lot of camps coming in their own name. If you're not in my camp, you're not in the truth. That's, ain't that coming in your own name? You know. I, I don't know what other example you could have. And there's going to be a lot of people that's going to come in their own name, teaching their own doctrine, not teaching Yahweh doctrine, teaching their own doctrine. But people would rather go to them. Read him. Ye will receive. You will receive anybody that come and teach their own doctrine. But the man that come and teach Yahweh doctrine, the men that come and teach Yahweh doctrine, they don't want to receive them. Read. How can ye believe which receive honor from one another? Which receive honor one of another, and seek not the honor that cometh from God only. Read. Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. He's saying he's not going to accuse you to the Father. Read. There is one that accuseth you, even Moses. Hold on, even what? Even Moses. Even the laws of God? Even Moses. Read. And whom ye trust. So, hold on, I, Christianity do not trust in the laws of Moses. Only people with fringes. Trust in the laws of Moses. See, read on. For had ye believed Moses. For had ye believed Moses, read. Ye would have believed me. Who is he talking to? Is he talking to Christianity? Is he talking to the Muslims? Is he talk is is he talking to Esau? He talking to the to, to the Israelites with fringes on. Read. For he wrote of me. Read. But if ye believe not his writings. If you don't believe Moses' writings, read. How shall ye believe my words? They're not even going to believe these words. They just really, they just in the motions. See, people don't really apply it to themselves. Matthew 23, 31. The book of St. Matthew, chapter 23, verse 31. Read. Wherefore, ye be witnesses unto yourselves. You are witnesses unto yourselves, read. That ye are the children of them which killed the prophets. Read it again. 
that ye are the children of them which killed the prophets. Give me John 8 and 37. Ye are the children of them which killed the prophets. The book of John chapter 8 verse 37. I know that ye are Abraham's seed, but ye seek to kill me. Hold on. You went to, oh, I'm in, I'm in Luke. I'm tripping. My bad. I, John 8, 37. Go ahead. The Read it again. St. John chapter 8, verse 37. Read. I know that ye are Abraham's seed. He said, I know that ye are Abraham's seed. Who is he speaking to? People with fringes. I know that ye are Abraham's seed. Read. But ye seek to kill me. So he's saying people with fringes seeking to kill you. How was I? So you think it's different spirits? Read on. Because my word hath no place in you. Because his word hath no place in these people with fringes on. Read. I speak that which I have seen with my father. And ye do and ye do that which ye have seen with your father. He say ye do that which ye have seen with your father. The men that killed the prophets. Ye are the children of them that killed the prophets. Read. They answered and said unto him. Abraham is our father. Now they saying, man, we got fringes on. We the Israelites. Abraham is our father. Read. Yahweh saith unto them. Read. If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. Some people need to go read about Abraham. They don't. They they want to say they're Abraham's children, but they don't do the works of Abraham. Read. But now ye seek to kill me. This see the same. He's saying the same thing. They seek to kill Christ. Read. A man that had told you the truth. So it wasn't it wasn't about the fact that he was the Christ. It was about the fact that he was telling the truth. So that means these same spirits, if they're here today, they're not looking to kill the Christ. They're looking to kill anybody who's saying the truth. So if you're a prophet of the Lord seeking the truth, they're going to try to kill you. If you're a man of the Lord trying to speak the truth, they're going to try to kill you. See, anybody that's speaking the truth, they're going to try to kill you. If you're rebuking at the gate, they're going to try to kill you. They just so happen to kill the Christ. Because the Christ was speaking the truth. Read on. Which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. Abraham didn't do that. Read. Ye do the deeds of your father. He's letting you know. You do the deeds of your father. Read. Then said they to him. We be not born of fornication. A lot of people they gonna say man. We keep the commandments. We not born of fornication man. We, we, do, the, we do the commandments. Read. We have one father. Even God. Read. Yahweh said unto them. If God were your father, ye would love me. See, but they don't. They don't love the people that tell them the truth. That's how you know a, a scribe and a Pharisee. They hate the people that tell them the truth. Read. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Read. Why do you why do ye why do ye not understand my speech? Even because ye cannot hear my word. Read on. Ye are of your father the devil. Hold on, who was the devil? Ye are of your father the devil. So if these was Israelites with fringes and their father was the devil, that means their father was an Israelite with fringes and their father Israelite with fringes was the devil. But they thinking that it's talking about Esau or something. Read on. And the lust of your father ye will do. Read. He was a murderer from the beginning. The fathers that killed the prophets with fringes on were murderers from the beginning. Read on. 
and abode not in the truth. Read. Because there is no truth in him. Read on. When he speaketh a lie. Hold on, hold on. People with fringes were speaking what? When he speaketh a lie. So you think people with fringes, they don't lie? Read on. He speaketh of his own. Read. For he is a liar and the father of it. Read on. And because I tell you the truth, ye believe me yeah. not. Which of you convinceth me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do ye not believe me? Read on. He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear it not, hear them not, because ye are not of God. Jump down to verse 59. Verse 59. Read. Then took they up stones. Hold on, what did they do? Then took up they stones. Hold on, I thought Yahweh was just talking to them. Then they took up stones. That's sometimes that's all it takes. All you got to do is rebuke some people. They're going to start taking up stones. You think it's new people here? Same people, man. Read. To cast at him. To kill the Christ, man. Read. But Yahawashai hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. So the only thing stopping these Israelites from trying to kill somebody to tell them the truth is police. If the police wasn't here, man, people would be picking up stones. I'm trying to tell you. Give me uh, Matthew 23, 32. The book of St. Matthew, chapter 23 and verse 32. Fill ye up then the measure of your father. Read. Ye serpents, ye generation of vipers, how can ye escape the damnation of hell? He's saying, how can ye escape the damnation of hell, man? We in hell right now. That's right. But a lot of our people, they're not praying for the... For, some people need to go back and read Jonah chapter 2. What that brother was praying for. See, he was praying for to get out of hell. See, but a lot of our people, they're not praying for that because they get everything they need right here. Being a scribe and a Pharisee, you, you know, you get women to look up to you. You know, you get men to look up to you. You know, you get to look nice in some fringes because fringes are nice. You know, you get to wear garments. You get to go out to the street corners and call your own people niggas and, and have them not fight you or shoot you. You know, so, to some people, this is the dream. And they have no intention of ever leaving it. Read on. Wherefore, behold, I send unto you prophets and wise men and scribes. He said he going to send unto you prophets, wise men and scribes. Read. And some of them ye shall kill. Hold on. What they going to do to him? And some of them ye shall kill. So he, are, are we thinking that this is past? This is the past? Read. And crucify. And crucify. Read. And some of them shall scourge you. And some of them ye scourge in your synagogue. Read. And persecute them from city to city. Every city they go to, they're going to be persecuted because ain't nobody going to want to get rebuked. Give me Acts chapter 6 verse 8. The book of Acts chapter 6 and verse 8. Read. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. All he was doing was teaching the people, man. Read. Then there arose certain of the synagogue. Oh, man, here come these dudes with fringes, man. Certain of the synagogue, man. Oh, man, here come these dudes with these fringes on, man. Read. Which is called the synagogue of the Libertines and the... Cyrenians. Cyrenians. Read. And the Alexandrians. Alexa Alexandrians. Alexandrians. Read. And of them, Sicilia. And of Asia, disputing with Stephen. Now they come to dispute with Stephen, man. And, and people got to understand, that's not a crime. 
there is no sin with disputing, you know, as long as it ends with brother brotherly love. But let's see how this ended. Read. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. And now they want to come and they, they cannot resist that wisdom and the spirit. Read. Then they suborned him. Then they suborned men, which said, we have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. So they bribed these men to say that they heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. Do you think that this is not going to happen today? You think these are different spirits? They're still here today. So what's going to happen is you're going to have somebody out there teaching the truth. Then the people going to come out there with the fringes. They ain't going to like that. They ain't going to like that. We're going to go out there. And we're going to be teaching somebody and they're going to happen to be a part of somebody else's congregation. What they're going to do? They're going to be like, hey, man, uh, if you go over there and you let them know that they told you this, that, and the third, then we're going to make you a captain. Oh, he's like, oh, for real? See, a lot of lies going to be spread throughout Israel, man. And I'm saying this because you're reading it right here. So if that was not possible for Israelites to do, Israelites would never do that because we're too righteous. Then why is it in the Bible? Because our people will do that. Read on. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes and came upon him and caught him and brought him to the council and set up false witnesses. Hold on. What did they do? And set up false witnesses. So why are they thinking that this is not possible in our peoples? You, do our people not think this is happening today? I mean, the bishop just brought out the class where he revealed that the leadership in one of these camps was actually speaking falsely against somebody and they was trying to keep it quiet. That's right. So why do our people think that this is not happening to this day? That people aren't getting bribed to false witness and to say things against people. Especially when you have leaders in some of these camps commit adultery, you know, sleeping with other men's wives and things like that. What, do you think that they're not bribing people to keep quiet? Read on. And set up false witnesses which said, this man ceaseth not to speak blasphemous words against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Yahawashai of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the customs which Moses delivered us. See, see how they twist his words around? That's, see, that's a good liar right there. They got some practice. They had some practice. Read on. And all that sat in the council, looking steadfastly at him, on him, saw his face, as it had been the face of an angel. They saw the face of an austere man. Give me Acts chapter 7 verse 51. Jump over. Let's see what happened. The book of Acts chapter 7 verse 51. Read. Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart. Hold on. What did Stephen say to, to Israelites with fringes on that were teaching God's word? Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart. See, read on. And ears. Ye do always resist the Holy Ghost. So why do we only pull this precept for Christianity people? Why don't we pull this when we rebuking our own people that's wicked as hell? Our own people with fringes on that call themselves teachers or captains or bishops or deacons. Then why don't we pull this scripture for them? Hey, you know you resisting the Holy Ghost right now, brother, with fringes on? Do you know that? Read on. As your fathers did. As your what? As your fathers did. Hold on, the fathers that was killing the prophets? As your fathers did. Read. So do you. See, people forget that these people in this Bible, they are your fathers. Bring it out. So why do you think that they some distant people that have nothing to do with you and you just reading it and you're like, damn, I'd never do that. That I'd never do that. That's your father you reading about. That's right. Read on. 
which of the prophets have ye have not your fathers persecuted? He's asking you right now, which of the prophets in the entire history of the Bible has ever went without persecution from other Israelites? Which prophet? If you can name one prophet that had no issues with nobody else with fringes on, everybody with fringes respected that prophet. Please pull that prophet up and show me that prophet. So why do you think that's, that we the prophets that suddenly now all the Israelites respect the prophets? That's not the way it is. That's right. Read on. And they have slain them. And they have what? And they have slain them. So, what, uh, so I mean, prophets don't really die from old age. I mean, that don't really happen that often. A lot of prophets get killed. That's right. Read on. Them which shoot before the coming of the just one, of whom ye have been now the betrayers and murderers. Betrayers and murderers, man. Read. Who have received the law by disposition of angels. Hold on. They received the law? Hold on. I thought this was talking about Christianity people. Hold on. What? They what? Who have received the law by the disposition of angels. Read. And have not kept So they started wearing fringes and didn't keep it, man. Read on. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart. Hold on. They were what? They were cut to the Hold heart. Hold on. Stephan was cutting people with fringes on? And they were cut to the heart. Read. And they gnashed on him with their teeth. Read. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Yahweh standing on the right hand of God. And said, Behold, I see the heavens open, and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice, and stopped their ears, and ran upon him with one accord. Man, they don't want to hear that. Some dude just got done rebuking them, and they about to get on him, and now he's talking about he can see you. How was I? Oh, hell no. We need to take him out. You think this is, this is old spirits? Oh, those spirits are dead, man. We ain't going to see them no more. Read on. And cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Yahushai, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. Read. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. So what you think the prophets ain't gonna have to do the same thing? See, don't we don't we pray for the people that persecute us? Ain't that what the scriptures say we're supposed to do? So is that talking about pray for Esau? I I'm just wondering. Give me Acts five and twenty eight. Bring it out. The book of Acts, chapter five, verse twenty eight. Read. Saying, did not we straightly command you? That ye should not teach in his name. See, they told Paul, man, you should not teach in his name, man. Read. And behold, Peter, they told Peter, read. And behold, ye have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon him. Who do, which man are they talking about? They're talking about Yahweh Shai. They say ye intend to say that we killed Yahweh Shai? Read on. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. Not a lot of Israelites are doing that. A lot of Israelites still obeying men rather than God. Read on. The God of our fathers raised up Yahushua, whom ye slew. Hold on, what did they do? Ye whom ye slew. Hold on, the God of our fathers raised up the Christ, whom who slew? Whom ye slew. Hold on, I thought the Romans slew Christ. Whom ye slew. Hold on, I thought Esau slew Christ. 
whom ye slew. He said it. He said the Israelites slew Christ. Right. So read on. And hanged on a tree. Hold on. So the so the Israelites hanged Christ on a tree. Read on. Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey him. To them that obey him. Matthew 27 and 11. We're almost done. Matthew 27 and 11. The book of St. Matthew, chapter 27, verse 11. And Yehoshua stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? He said, Art thou, see the governor, Edomite, asking him, Art thou the king of these Jews? Read. And Yehoshua said unto him, Thou sayest. He said, Yeah, I'm, you know, you said it. Read. And when he was accused of the chief priest, and Hold on, he was accused of the chief priests and elders, which was Israelites with fringes on. Read. He answered nothing. Read. Then said Pilate unto him, This Edomite, read. Hearest thou not how many things they witnessed against thee? See, it's not the Edomite. The Edomite is just a mediator. Who was really accusing the Christ? Israelites with fringes on. Read. And he answered him to never a word. Insomuch that the governor marveled greatly. Now at that feast, the governor was wont to release unto the people a prisoner whom they would. And they had then a notable prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto them, Whom will, whom will ye that I release unto you? Barabbas. The prisoner, read. Or Yehoshaphat. Which is called Christ. Or this man that was telling you the truth. And y'all think that this is old people's. I'm going to tell you it's going to come a new time. When they're going to be a brother over here telling the truth of God. Rebuking at the gate. Trying to bring the kingdom to pass. And there's going to be a brother over here who's a known whoremonger. Who says some sweet words one time. Hey man I want to change my life. I really do. But he's known to have an angry spirit. He's known to be a drinker. And he's known to sleep with people's wives. But he say one nice thing to you. You know what's going to happen? They're going to be like, hey, come on into the camp, brother. Hey, man, you, we don't like you, man. You telling us things we don't want to hear, man. You get out of here, man. But that brother that's likely to sleep with your wife, hey, man, come on into the camp, brother. We're going to help you out. Hey, you think this is not going to happen? Same spirits, man. Read on. For he knew that for envy. For what? For envy. For what? For envy. He said he knew that for envy, Read. They had delivered him. It, all, it went back to envy. How do we get back to envy? It said, because they were envious of him, they delivered him to be killed. Read on. When he was set down on the judgment seat, his wife sent unto him, saying, Have thou nothing to do with that just man? Hold his Edomite was trying to save Christ. Read on. For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. Read. But the chief priests and el elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas, and destroy your house. And a lot of these chief priests and elders, man, in these in these camps are destroying the multitude, man. Read. The governor answered and said unto them, Whether of the twain will ye that I release unto you? They said, Barabbas. Pilate said unto them, What shall I do then with Yahweh, which is called Christ? They all say unto him, 
Let him be crucified. So I don't want to hear nobody saying, hey, the Edomites killed our Lord. No. Israelites killed our Lord. That's right. Edomites, they was just the they was just the axe. Edom Israelites was the one swinging the axe, man. Read on. And the governor said, Why? What evil hath he done? Man, he asking them, what evil has this man done? Read. But they cried out the more, saying, Let him be crucified. Read. When Pilate saw that he could not he could prevail nothing, but that rather a tumult was made. He took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. Read. Then answered all the people and said, His blood be on us and on our children. You see what the Israelites said? On our what? On our children. On our what? And on our children. So didn't it say ye do the deeds of your fathers? They just said the blood of Christ is on their children. Ain't we their children? That's right. So ain't it our fault that he's dead? See, but people don't read their Bible, man. Matthew 23, 35. But they want to blame Esau, man. Yeah, Esau crucified our Lord, man. Esau the devil. I mean, I just read it right there where Esau kind of, Esau was like, hey, I don't, I don't really want to do this. I Read that, read that out. The book of St. Matthew, chapter 23, verse 35. Read. That upon you, you may come all the righteousness, bloodshed. Read it again. I read it. Read it correct. That upon you may come all the righteous bloodshed upon the earth, from the blood of righteous Abel unto the blood of Zacharias, son of Zacharias, whom ye slew. Whom ye slew between the temple and the altar. He say, upon you will come all the blood of the righteous men that have been shed. Let's see what the Bible say about bloodshed and what we're supposed to do about it. Give me Numbers 35 and 29. Because, again, don't we pull these presets for Esau? But do we apply them to ourselves? Because didn't they say the blood be on our children? So let's see what, what, what the Bible say about the blood. Read this out. The book of Numbers chapter 35 and verse 29. Read. So these things shall be for a statute. Of judgment unto you throughout your generation and all your dwellings. Read. Whoso killeth any person. Whoso killeth any person, read. The murderer shall be put to death by the mouth of witnesses. But one witness shall not testify against any person to cause him to die. Read on. Moreover, ye shall take no satisfaction for the life of a murderer, which is guilty of death. But he shall be surely put to death. Read on. And ye shall take no satisfaction for him that is fled to the city of his refuge, that he should come again to dwell in the land until the death of the priest. Read on. So ye shall not pollute the land wherein ye are. Ye shall not pollute the land wherein ye are. Read. For blood it defileth the land. Hold on. What is that blood done to for us? blood it defileth the land. Read. And the land cannot be cleansed. Of the blood that is shed therein. Read. But by blood of him that shed. But by what? But by blood. But by the blood of him that shed. So we apply this to Esau all day. But what about the blood that we shed? Bring it out. What about the blood of the prophets that we shed? What about the blood of the prophets that is going to be shed in the future? See. Read on. Defile not therefore the land which ye shall inhabit. Wherein I dwell. For I the Lord dwell among 
the children of Israel. Give me Matthew 23, 36. Last precept. The book of St. Matthew, chapter 23, verse 36. Verily I say unto you, all these things shall come upon this generation. Read. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophet. Thou that what? Thou that killest the prophet. Read on. And stonest them which are sent unto thee. How often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. See what Christ say? He said he want to gather all the chickens together under the one wings, but they would not because they constantly want to kill the prophets. Read on. Behold, your house is left unto your desolate. For I say unto you, ye shall not see me henceforth. He say, the Israelites are not going to see Christ, read. Till ye shall say. Until the people say, read. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Christ is not going to come until the people start to really respect the prophets of the Lord. That's all. Christ is not going to come until the people stop hating the prophets of the Lord. Christ is not going to come until the Israelites wearing fringes, not the Christianity, but the Israelites wearing fringes say, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord and rebuke the hell out of me. On that we say shalom. Shalom.